Hello, everybody. Welcome to the wonderful world of football shirts, your weekly football podcast, uh, where we discuss many things about football shirts, uh, your safe space, a football chat, where we can talk about why we don't like a shirt that many other people do like, um, or some something like that. Uh, how are you, Mark? I'm good. I'm very well. Yes, it's... Um super hot here which is good um i think it's going to be like 35 degrees here this weekend so um yeah pretty toasty pretty toasty pretty toasty that's what i've never heard it like that before pretty toasty yeah. um okay so let's uh just break let's just talk about the elephant that's in the room or lack of elephant or just break the fourth wall or whatever yeah um we are recording a two episodes back to back as such aren't we because you're going to be away for a while mm -hmm. so uh we're also going to intersplice that with the um brilliant goalkeeping shirt retro chat that i had with uh jake which i've teased a few times yes so you'll have a bit of us a bit of me and jake and then Next week, you'll have a bit of us and a bit of me and Jake. Yeah, that seems just mixing it up a bit, you know? Keeping us, me, you on our toes. Exactly. Although, you won't be on your toes. You'll be at a wedding and on holiday, right? Uh, I am. Well, yeah, I won't be on holiday, actually. I'll be at a wedding. We have a wedding in Prague this weekend, and then I'll fly straight from Prague to um, Nice uh, in the south of France, where I'm going to work for the week. Um, so not so much a holiday, but working, I mean, working in France is not too bad, so not going to complain about it. I mean, there could be worse places to work. It's really good. Um, let's, uh, talk about, because this is the first half of our recording, so this will be the one that goes out most recently. Uh, I went to the England game at oh. you, uh, which was... Result-wise, bitterly disappointing, and maybe you can open up a few cans of worms there. But what I can talk about, because we don't talk about football, we talk about football shirts, mm. is I um, decided to test out my football shirt bingo. Ah, uh, okay. Remember we tried test. Remember we said. About that a few weeks ago, we for the World Cup, we would uh, yes. test out an idea of football shipping. Well, I remember. It's easier when you are surrounded by, well, I think there's 28,000 England fans. Yeah. I managed to spot all England home shirts from 1990 to current. Wow. Bar one. Wow. <laughs> I did not spot anybody wearing the 2008 England home shirt, oh. which is a white shirt with a, a very small kind of uh, St. George's flag on the shoulder. Yes. Yes. Familiar. <clears throat> that was that was the only one I couldn't find. Um, otherwise, plenty of uh, England shirts going around. I was quite pleased with my game and obviously confusing my dad when i started shouting oh there's one 
<laughs> I don't have that one. And uh, obviously, this was a test, but uh, I think in reality, it's got to be a, a picture of the shirt. Yeah. But uh, obviously, as being testing it out, that was uh, that was how it was. And I quite enjoyed that game. Nice. Yeah. I mean, it would have added a, a level of entertainment that the game didn't offer. But um, we're not here to talk about football, are we? Um, no. I ironically, this is I've got it up here. I, f- I feel like for an England shirt, there's quite a lot. In fact, wait, am I looking at the right one? Is it the, Has it got the gold Umbro logo? Or is it the one with the... Or is it the one with the St. George's cross on the on the right-hand shoulder? I have two options here and I can't work out. So, so it's the gold... It's the gold uh, Umbro logo. Yeah. Um... The one on the shoulder was for the 2006 World Cup. Huh, yes. And that, that kind of came down to about nipple area. Yes. And then, yeah, I mean, it was kind of, it was more just on the shoulder itself. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. The, I, what I wanted to say was, for an England shirt, actually, it's quite busy, isn't it? That The one that you didn't see. There's quite a lot going on with the gold, with the gold Umbro logo, with the kind of red stripe that sort of comes across the collarbone and this sort of blue thing on the shoulder for an england shirt there's quite it's quite um i don't think it's a classic let's put it that way oh absolutely (laughs) that's probably why you didn't Uh, see any of them uh, yeah i was looking anyway it doesn't matter uh football bleh um (laughs) So, but that was fun and, you know, uh, an experience to go to an England game, something I haven't managed to do before. So yeah. that was fun. Uh, can I, can I ever will again? <laughs> maybe, well, maybe you're the bad luck, actually. Yeah. Um, can I follow on, on from that? Because I, this weekend, was at a music festival um, <clears throat> a couple of hours outside of Berlin, kind of in between Berlin and Leipzig in the south of, um, south, a couple of hours south of Berlin. And I saw a lot of football shirts there. Um, I hadn't really considered that people would wear football shirts at music festivals. Um, But they do a lot, actually. Um, A lot of, a lot of like random stuff, a lot of Arsenal shirts, actually. Um, the, the most random one was probably a 2012. I think it was our away shirt or third shirt. It was the black and purple like hoops. Don't see it much these days, but someone was wearing that. I saw a couple of um, like Paris Saint-Germain shirts. Not that many Germany shirts, actually. Um, a few like German club shirts. I saw a Werder Bremen one. I think we've talked about it before. Um, the green one that has the like uh, tri- uh, diamond effect on it. I think we've spoken about it before. Um the, the, the weirdest one that I saw, or the most uncommon one that I saw, again, it was an Arsenal shirt. Apologies for that, because, you know, those, those are the ones that stick in my mind. Okay. Um, but it was an Arsenal 1995 or 96 third shirt. Um, it was long sleeve. It had a light blue cuff. Um, yeah, it was yellow with sort of navy trimmings. I didn't get close enough to see whether it was a fake, but I'm probably 99% sure it was. Um, but it stuck in my mind, A, because it's an Arsenal and B, because you just don't see that many of them at, at, at all. It's super rare. 
Um, and anyway, I got back uh, on late on Monday night and I was feeling a bit worse, worse for wear, let's say. And I was scrolling mm. through Instagram and then I came across an Instagram page um, that I'd never seen before. And I wish I would have seen it before I went to this festival because it's called Festival Football Shirts. And okay. it, the, the handle is Festival Football Shirts and it's showcasing the best football shirts spotted at festivals around Europe and Australia. Uh, DM your submissions. And they've been to Primavera in Barcelona. They've been to... Um, They've been to uh, Park Life, I think, in Manchester. They've been to Field Day. Um, and they've had loads of people mes uh, messaging with their kind of random spotted football shirts um, at festivals. And it's, uh, it's quite a fun little account. Um, I'm scrolling through it now. We've got, uh, in fact, something I've never seen. We've got, a, I think, a 94 for Chelsea away shirt, the grey one with the orange, the cause logo. Uh, we've got uh, Eintracht Frankfurt shirt from 2012. We've got the Mexico um, Mexico 98 shirt. We've got uh, Fiorentina with the Nintendo logo. We've got a Grimsby. We've got all sorts here. Um, wow. Fun to have a flick through, A, because it's nice to look at football shows, but B, I just think like going to a music festival is so fun um, and it's bringing back some nice memories. So uh, shout out to the owners, and the whoever runs festival football shirts on Instagram. Um, mm. Good fun. Maybe we should see if we can get them on the show. Yes. Great idea. Well, okay, that's pretty cool. Okay, so I've got two things for you two avenues to go down okay. one is stuff that happened over the weekend or you were saying about uh being in germany and berlin oh okay um i've got two things for you we're at a crossroad let's go let's go the weekend okay so i've never heard of this until this weekend and uh it was made popular no because of obviously social medias but in the UK, we have a non-league day, and mm -hmm. it literally is a case, a, a weekend when uh, it's an international break and there's no football. So you are promoted to, prompted to go and see your national, your local non-league team. Uh, a lot, I think sometimes if you can get free entry or half price entry if you show a Premier League or championship season ticket. Yeah. In Holland, the Netherlands, I don't know if they do it any differently at all, but the way they do it to celebrate non-league day or the way they did it this year was that all international players came to warm up for their uh, meet-up and you know train together wearing the non-league team from the area they were from. Yeah. So... And what's great about this picture, this video that's surfaced of them doing it, is they are wearing the shirts from really, really small teams. It's not your lovely fitted Nike training top. It's not your lovely fitted Nike shirts. It is your your your, um, your pendles and your. I can't think of many of the 
Macrons, yeah, and, yeah um, Jomas. It's all those kind of slightly lower brands that that us as Sunday League, lower league footballers know of the affordable football shirt brands. Yeah. I think that's brilliant. That's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's so. um, That's so good. I saw this as well. Um, um, What a nice! I'd never seen that before. Is that is that like a tradition that they have, or is it just something that's only kind of come to light this time round? I don't. I've again no idea. Um, It's just to clarify it. um, It's the kits of their first amateur club. Because it was National Football Day in the Netherlands, so obviously not non-league day as such, but yeah, um, that's how it works. And yeah, like I said, there's so many different kits going around of all these random different brands. Most of them long sleeve because again, that's how they come. I, I just yeah, I liked it. Imagine, uh, imagine, um, imagine that. Imagine like kind of. English players doing that and like whether whether you kind of see I mean we had a we had a famous player play for our club didn't we yes when we were playing together was it Mikel Antonio I believe so <clears throat> yeah. yeah pretty cool some of the kits here are looking a bit more kind of pristine than others I'd say like some of them maybe that's because some of the players are you know some of the older players are wearing kind of older kits um so a couple of them have even got sponsors on them, which I think is quite cool. Um, but yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a really nice tradition, or you know, whatever it is. Um, really cool. Right. So, do you want the other thing? Please. Right. Um, I sent you a picture of a football stadium or a ground. Uh, and I said to you, who plays here? Yes. Right? Yes. Any clue, Mark? Uh, to, for, for those who can't see the picture, and I, 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 well, I might share it on our Instagram page, it is a picture of a football pitch with a running track around it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look too exciting. There's lots of trees around it. Hmm. Now... The reason why this has really piqued my interest okay. is because Mark Stern. Yes. This is a team. The team that play here are based in Berlin. Okay. Uh, if I am correct, I think it's northeast, south, southern Berlin. Uh-huh. Is this ringing any bells yet? No? I, I have a feeling I know where you're going with this. Okay. Well, this is the team called FC Stern. Hell yeah. <laughs> Mark Stern has a team named after him. And how has this only come to light that you live in a place, a city that has the same name as you? Yeah. It's FC Stern Marienfeld. Yeah, Marienfeld. Yeah. Um, the badge is a star in a circle with FC Stern. One, two, three, four, five, six pointed star. Uh, a, a started in 1912 as far as i can tell and what's the best thing about it is if you look up this team you don't see much in the way of shirts and everything because they're i'm assuming they're quite an amateur team Mm. but you can buy pints of beer there and the 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 cups 
the plastic cups have FC Stern written on them. So I believe that you, Mark Stern, should go to FC Stern yep. and have a picture with a beer with <laughs> FC Stern written on it. Okay. And tell them you're coming because <laughs> they are named after you. Yes. Um, that's amazing. I, I had a feeling that's where you were going with that. Um, and actually it's really interesting. So Stern, Stern, um, means star in German, which is why they have a star on their logo. Obviously that makes sense. Um, but there's another one that's actually two, um, because there's, um, SFC Stern, uh, 1900, um, who were founded in, 1900 um and they play in the (laughs) they actually they're they're a bit more formed than uh fc stern of uh, marienfeld marienfeld actually is really close to where we live by the way oh um but yeah there's another one uh that play in the 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 kind of fifth level of german football um so i guess it's kind of like the conference um it's split between north and south so they play in the like north um uh, northeast actually um like german league and uh so yeah there's two of them there's uh, uh um fc stern uh 1900 and fc stern um marienfeld so i've got a bit of homework to do when the season starts hey yeah absolutely i've just sent you the picture of the uh, the beer ah with fc sternwin on it brilliant marienfeld belt so there you go i thought that was really amusing yes that is fantastic definitely some homework to do mm, right um Right. So, listeners, dear listeners, Marky Mark, 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 um, we will now very soon be listening to uh, me and Jake talk about football shirts. You've listened to this, right? Yes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we, we all know what that really means. It's cool. You can listen along with the listeners. Yes. Wink, <laughs> wink. wink. And uh, so you'll hear Jake and me have a conversation based around uh, 90s, 80s, 90s goalkeepers templates. And it's a pretty good listen. And uh, it will get you inspired for and listen, the reason why uh, when and made a wonderful world of football shirts, goalkeeper shirts that pulls all those influences in. So... um, Mark, is there anything? Oh, quickly, before we go and the listeners can get on with listening to the main event uh, or part one of the main event, where can people find us if they want to get in contact with us? Yes, uh, we are on Twitter and Instagram at ShirtsPod, um, or you can email us at wonderfulfootballshirts at gmail.com. That's it. There we go. Mark, one thing left to say. Roll the tape. Boom. Okay, everybody, it's a late night edition of the wonderful world of football shirts. I sound like a radio DJ. I look like a radio <sighs> DJ as well, don't I, with my microphone and my headphones? Yeah, you got your headphones on. Thanks, Dad, for buying me this microphone. 
I, it, it has improved our sound quality massively. Um, I would say it's an emergency podcast recording um, that's probably going to fit on to a podcast at some point because Jake, who I'm with now, we're, we're drinking a beer. He texted me a few days ago saying, Rich, Rich, I've got this theory about why we don't <laughs> like modern football shirts, but I can't. Like, I, I can't no, if I'd had a drink at the time, then, myself properly. <laughs> and I said to him, look, just, just come on the show. Let's have a beer and let's chew the fat. Let's talk about <clears throat> modern football shirts and why we don't like them. Yes. You know, are these shirts good or should we be putting them on scarecrows to scare people? <laughs> it's all I'm saying. Oh, you know what? We should explain that or not, or just keep it and no, keep it in in house. Yeah, yeah. So um, one day, one, one day, day maybe. So Jake, when I make one. <laughs> when you make a scarecrow that's going to look cool as fuck. Oh yeah, of course. Right, so Jake, you said to me that the your love of modern shirts is waning. Would you say that's fair to say? Oh, so true. So true. Come on then. Talk to me then. Why? Yeah. Well, you know, I don't even know where to start with this. Start. The I've, I've done. Because when we, when we were chatting, you'd sent me over a picture of a, of a, an old school Shepherd Wednesday shirt. And you were like, um, I really, it's something like you're, you're obsessed with this, but because there's something that you've noticed on it that you can't unsee. It was something like that, wasn't it? Yeah. And actually, this is fine. Do you know what, Jake? Let's talk about that right now because yeah, I was going to say this. You said you I was going to yeah, say this for on. a podcast, and um, it actually falls into the same bracket as listeners. I don't know when this is going to come out, but listeners may have heard about my obsession with the Man City shirt during the uh, Champions League semi final. The, the position of all the badges. Oh, right. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Puma badge is right in the middle. Now, it was Woody who wore this shirt uh, on Instagram. And I was like, mm. that's a bloody class shirt. For those that don't know, it's, uh, I would say it's silver, right? It's not great. It's silver. I'd say silver. And, it's very shiny yeah, material. Isn't it, it has purple and white pinstripes going diagonally across the shirt. Now, this shirt then got remade as a uh, retro shirt for the Sheffield Wednesday supporters. However, when I was looking at these shirts, no matter what shirt I looked at, the positions of the pinstripes were different. Oh, really? So I'd sent you maybe one or two. And the first one I sent you, the white collar was a V-neck. And as the V-neck ended in the middle of the shirt, a white stripe came out perfectly from it. And at first I thought, yes. That's the kind yeah, of stuff yeah, that yeah, me yeah. and Mark love. Nice. We appreciate yeah. that right yeah, down yeah. the kind of following on. And then the next one I saw was a player one and the white was up like two inches higher. And then the next oh. one I saw was, and so that was going to be something I wanted to talk about because <coughs> I don't know why I've never seen this shirt before. And um, you, when you sent me the picture, weirdly, like I, I, I've noticed that shirt before. I've got a little bit of a soft spot for Sheffield Wednesday shirts, but um, weirdly, and linking on to exactly what you've just said, you know when you look at a shirt and you think of a player, you think of a game, you think of a goal, 
I see that shirt. I think of Woody. Yeah. That, that's how immersed you are in the football shirt community when you start thinking about other collectors and stuff like that. But yeah, I see that shirt and I think of Woody. It's the 1986-1988 away shirt for Sheffield Wednesday. Um, I'll have a picture of it. And it, it, it's, do you know what? It's so simple. But actually, yeah, I've never yeah. seen it before, but it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's cool, man. It is. It's a cool. It's different as well. Really different. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that, yeah, that, I that's do like what it. I, I bet you. Go on. I bet you that happens so much though, but we just don't notice. You know, like the likes of. Um, I bet you like striped clubs. I know back back in the nineties and eighties. I bet you those stripes are off for majority of the shirts. I reckon it's a bit like Sunday League when someone's <laughs> wearing the striped kit from last year and someone's wearing the yeah, striped kit from match. this year. Just, uh, <laughs> it just doesn't work, but it still does. You haven't got enough kits. But yeah, um, so like when you when you mention that and you're like, you know what, I'll save it. We'll have a little chat and and I'll tell you why I'm obsessed and with this shirt. I was like, okay, well, there's something that's been sort of bugging me a little bit, and I've uh, not intentionally researched it but i've just found myself reading certain articles or listening to podcasts where these things are mentioned and it just kind of made me question it whether it it is my dislike for this certain part of modern football shirts or whether it's me looking back at the 90s with rose tinted glasses because it was a a time when I was young and had, you know, less responsibilities, was living, you know, a, a quality time yeah. playing football with my mates and stuff. So I tried to sort of analyse it a little bit, a little bit of self-analysis with it and trying to see, like, what parts are liked, what parts are disliked and, and sort of compared them to. So I haven't told you what it is that I dislike yet, but I want you to kind of guess. So I've jotted down, and this is the 2021 to 22 season, so the current one. Mm-hmm. I've got a list of clubs here. I'm going to reel them off. There's quite a few. And I want you to think and tell me what the common Denominator. theme is. For, yeah, what's, what ties them all together. Okay. Oh, so you ready? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Aberdeen. Had Calba. Bayern. Besiktas, Bordeaux, Cagliari, Cardiff, uh, Bodoyoz, Celta Vigo, Celtic, Feyenoord, Fulham, Hamburg, Ipswich, Juventus, Legia Warsaw, Locomotive, Mirandes, Lewin, Olympiacos, Lyon, Osasuna, Oviedo, Real Madrid, Sheffield United, Arsenal, Benfica, Leeds, Atalanta, sorry, Atlanta, Leicester, Manchester United, Boca Juniors, Cork, Flamengo, Inter Miami, LA Galaxy, uh, Matsumoto Yanaga, um, River Plate, Sao Paulo, Sporting Crystal, Yokohama Mariners. And I'm going to stop there. There's more, (laughs) but I'll stop there. Well, you got nearly to the end of the alphabet. Do you have any idea what links all of those clubs? Oh, see. Mm. There's some big names in there. There's Real yeah. Madrid, there's Ajax, and then there's some real oh, you know, low down. There's Al Litipad Calvo. Right. I have, a th- I have a guess. Go for it. And this is literally just going off something I know links a few. 
and something I know that maybe you don't like. They've all worn the same template shirt. Correct. Correct. This is the 21-22 season, so the current Oh, so they're all wearing the same template at the moment. Yes. Every single one of those teams um, uh, have their kits manufactured by Adidas. Um, And then, so if that's the main tie, there's a little bit of a a subheading below that. The thing that ties them even more Mm. is every single one of those teams wears the Condivo 21 goalkeeper template. Oh, there we go. Yep. Every single one of those. And um, that's the minimum list of that, of that, that wear that goalkeeper template. There's other MLS teams, there's international teams. They were just the readily available, easy access um, teams, which had a picture of that goalkeeper template as their registered goalkeeper shirt for this season. <clears throat> now, being part of the goalkeeper union, me, me and yourself, yeah. um, it drives me insane. It absolutely drives me insane. This this certain template um, is you, you've you've all seen it. You've got to have seen it if you, if you like football and football shirts. It's inspired by air in motion, apparently, and it's bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. they, I mean, it comes in. I think it comes in about six different colours. Um, I've jotted down orange, blue, black, green, yellow, and pink. And each shirt has got, um, so the air in motion is like a thin line graphic going across it, like wave lines, very similar to a kind of more spaced out Joy Division, Unknown Pleasures album cover. Um, and it, I just I just find the lack of imagination infuriating. Um, it was kind of not drawn... <sighs> At the time, I was annoyed when I saw the Manchester United release being a Man United fan. Um, just the lack of inspiration. But then I noticed with all of the kit leaks that are coming up for the next season, it's exactly the same again. Oh, the Condivo yeah. 22 template has come in and the likes of Bayern and, you know, a, well, look in the MLS. Every single one of them is wearing it already um, yeah. for this season. And not only... Is it just a lack of imagination for me? I just wanted to look at, right, this is a clear template shirt. Um, every football club on Adidas's sort of contract contracts that this season are wearing this one goalkeeper shirt. Like I said, the likes of Bayern, Ajax, Juventus, Real Madrid are the Champions League finalists this season. They're wearing the same kit as J2 League Matsumoto Yanaga and Sporting Crystal from Peru, whose website didn't even work. You know, it's mad. It's mental. <laughs> the, the, the league team could be wearing the same template this season mm. as the Champions League finalists. I mean, I'm, I'm not against it, but it's just, I feel like the lack of creativity in goalkeeper shirts now needs to be addressed. I kind of drilled down that and I I didn't want to just look into Adidas because, you know, it's it's close to me because of Manchester United and, and being a, being a boy growing up and a goalkeeper, those goalkeeper shirts Mm. went, were were made by Umbro at the time. The legendary, you know, not only legendary in design, but legendary by the people that wore them as well. Um, 
So I kind of had a little glance over as to see what other people were doing as well, other brands. And Nike are very, very similar as well. Well, um, if I may just interject, when the last time we spoke, we talked about the Barcelona shirt, didn't we? And yeah. me and Mark have just spoken about the Liverpool shirt. And yeah. we also spoke the Atletico Madrid shirt, which again is used. This is the actual shirt itself using the exact same template, but in different <clears throat> colours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, I've seen the leak. Well, not, it's not even a leak anymore. It's official release of the Liverpool goalkeeper, the purple lilac number. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if you see the likes of Chelsea, Atletico, you know, Inter, wear that, wear that next season. Yeah. Um, so Nike this season, they've got exactly the same goalkeeper template, but but they've approached it a little bit differently. They've got this Premier one. You, you kind of expect it. It's what it was like yeah. back in the day. The Premier one where they've got Liverpool, Chelsea, you know, Spurs, um, Inter, um, all in the same goalkeeper shirt. Then they've got another design template, which goes down the leagues, which you expect, your Brighton's, your Birmingham cities and teams abroad. The only difference with what I've found with Nike and Adidas this season, there are, there are a few bespoke Nike made goalkeeper jerseys in club America. Yeah. Yeah. Um, PSG. Okay. Obviously they've got the Jordan, they've they've got the Jordan brand. They haven't gone for those square ones and, um, Pumas, um, which basically just has that big graphic on the front, you know, very, very standard. Um, which so actually is a, a topic of... of conversation I'd love to bring up at some point because I'm fascinated by the Pumas. Same, same. And especially those two, 2000 shirts. I thought the Outfield 2000 shirts were awesome. But You, you also... You carry on. No, sorry. no, I'm going to say that's for another time, but carry on. Yeah, 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 of course, of course. Um, so then, yeah, I looked at Adidas, Nike, and then um, obviously Nike have got a few bespoke things. None of the Premier League clubs at the moment. Um but then, you know, I, I, I'm just going to go, I'm just going to tell you what my trail of thought was and then what I looked into next. And that was the current Premier League roster of kit manufacturers and teams. Yeah. So Adidas, Nike, we've spoke about the two biggest um, brands in the Premier League at the moment. Both of them have got four teams on their contract. And then working the way down in terms of size, in terms of how many teams I look after, was Umbro. Umbro look after Brentford, Burnley and West Ham. Every single one of them exactly the same. You've got the plain body, Rangland sleeve, graphic print on the shoulders. They've wore exactly the same. So I think it's even the same colours, yellow, white and blue, I think, something like that. Then we've got Puma with Palace, Man City, both of them, exactly the same goalkeeper shirts. Yeah. Um, then... We get gets a little bit interesting, and, and I know a favourite of both of ours, Hummel, yeah, Everton and Southampton. Both teams have got free goalkeeper shirts. Both teams have got free bespoke goalkeeper shirts as well. Designs made specifically for that club. <clears throat> Everton this season and last season actually got a lot of praise for their goalkeeper shirts, being a little bit standout. Yeah, with the last season they had that sound wave print going through the black one very very smart this season they've got a really cool black yellow and blue stripy number yeah I quite like that one and then Southampton's efforts are a bit more of a 
flashback to an old 90s outfield shirt with the flame graphic running through it. It's the same design for all three shirts, but no other club owns them. It's that little bit of attention to detail, which I, at least you want, really, isn't it? In a part of me, in a manufacturer. Next one, Castor, Newcastle and Wolves, two, two clubs again, yep. both of which um, bespoke goalkeeper shirts. You know, I mean, I'm not going to, I don't want to stick up for Wolves that much, but actually, when you look at, <laughs> well, but you look at, actually, if take into account what all, oh, how many shirts, Wolves have got three and th- six, I guess Newcastle have got six as well. So that's 12 shirts that are available. Yeah. And there's 12 different variations of that shirt. Yeah. So there's no yeah. one that's the same. That's pretty incredible. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, moving through the league, there's a, a few of the other brands that uh, have only got one team that they look after. Joma um, is Norwich. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen that goalkeeper shirt before, but it does look very templatey. And obviously, they do a lot of stuff in Scotland, Spain. Spain, massive. So in Spain, I, yeah. I wasn't too yeah, I wasn't too sure whether they've got that again. But I, did, I didn't. I didn't see. Um, whilst I was having a quick look. Calme with Watford, um, although Calme's not a very popular brand over here in the UK, um, in Spain it's massive, and in other parts of Europe it's massive, and that goalkeeper template is used elsewhere. And Kappa with Aston Villa, um, although not used anywhere over here in the UK, it's used quite commonly in Europe with Deportivo, Genoa, Betis, and Red Star Paris. So, out of the whole Premier League, I could only see, and I'm not going to count Joma just in case, Hummel and Castor um, making bespoke goalkeeper shirts. Now, I'm an, when I noticed that, I was a little bit outraged because I want that I want that attention to detail for my club in my position. Yeah, I don't want a boring template which shows just lack of design lack of effort lack of interest and um that then led me to sort of look back at a time which i thought was kind of like the golden age of goalkeeper shirts and the 90s because they were just crazy they were mental um if i just quickly say to you um what's your favorite 90s goalkeeper shirts have you got a top three or a top five that instantly spring to mind? Um, I do. Okay, so uh, my 90s template favourites. Okay, it or, has or to... just favourites. It doesn't have to be a template. Just Sorry, off the apologies. top of your head. Off the top of my head, Absolute my favourite 90s goalkeeper favorite. shirts. Um, been on the podcast already. My first one is the Umbro template. Oh, sorry, not template. Umbro. And it's a template because I had it. Um shirt made famous by peter schmeichel manchester united i want to say 92 94 yeah, yeah um the one that i now have in the santos shirt that's been replicated recently um then it's got to be your adidas ones probably oh no or maybe i'm thinking Newcastle, Pavel Cernicek, Asics. Yeah. What was that? Would you, what would you call that? The diamond? I'd no, say glass. Rain, rainbow shards. Rainbow shards. Yeah, yeah. That's rainbow what I'd shards. Go for, yeah. yeah. 
that's a great way to describe it. And then maybe if I'm thinking iconic goalkeeper shirts that I remember so well, 94, World Cup 94, the Adidas squares. Yeah, the Predators. With the orange predators. ones down, yeah. the Predators, yeah. Yeah. And and this is this is what I mean. Like those shirts that those three that come straight to your mind are very similar to the three that come straight to my mind. Um, the the Umbro one, Peter Schmeichel one, famously worn by Peter Schmeichel, of Nev- course, yeah, Peter Schmeichel and Neville Southall. Yeah. Um, well, how could I forget uh, um, Denmark? Of course, yeah, Denmark, Denmark ninety two as well. Of course, sorry, <laughs> Denmark ninety two, which Bristol City brought back, but you know, Sold that's it probably it. later on in the conversation, really, where you know, um, but also Celtic had that goalkeeper shirt as well. Yeah. So a, a templated show, it wasn't even bespoke for Manchester United, even though it's synonymous with Peter Schmeichel and that, yeah. that Premier League winning team. Um, the Asics, um, Pavel Cernacek shirt that you mentioned was worn by Villa, Leeds, Blackburn, Blackburn, Hearts, Tim Flowers wore it as well. Yeah. yeah, you know, and that season as well, Asics, Asics had a lot of teams on their books, um, like I just said, in the Premier League alone, Villa, Newcastle, Leeds, Blackburn. Um, so there's four four teams, and that no 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 brand has got more than that in this season's current Premier League. And Asics created at least four goalkeeper shirts for each of those clubs. There was the um, the Rainbow Shard. There was a very vibrant pink shirt. There was like um, a blue version of that pink where it was kind of almost glowing. And then there was like these tiny squares options. And I, this was one that, that really comes from um, my head. I'm just forwarding you over a little a little picture here, Rich. Ooh. Feast your yeah. eyes on that. Beautiful bit of colour. Oh, yes. So just, just, just look at that. That is four teams with four different goalkeeper shirts in one season. Now, growing up as in, you know, in Birmingham, surrounded by Villa fans, I can tell you now a couple of those, everybody brought them, especially that rainbow shard one. And it's really highly sought after to this day. Mm. People spending a lot, a lot of money to get hold of them. So I think it worked for them spending that time. And, and although they're not, Four bespoke shirts made for specifically for that club. Their designs are that out there, different and crazy. Okay, they could get away with it. So I, so what you're getting at here at the moment is the fact, not the fact that everyone's wearing a template. Exactly. It's the fact that the template is better. It's, it's more, the, yeah. It, it's 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 just a higher quality of template that's yeah. standout-ish. Yeah, okay, exactly. I get that, yeah.